Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Digna. Welcome to Relationships. We're a couple having a few. Hi, friends. Today we thought we would talk about March. And by March, I mean a Mars and beer. And by a Mars and beer, I mean a lager from Germany. And the name literally means March. So in deciding about today's episode, we thought, hey, let's have this Marzen from Helen Blazes, which is actually in Melbourne, Florida, where we live. And to kind of follow up with that, we thought we'd talk about the origin of the beer, just a tidbit. And to follow that on, we thought, hey, we've been to Germany. Let's talk about that one time we went to Germany. So we are going to be enjoying a Marzen beer, like she mentioned, specifically from Helen Blazes. Uh, our friend Todd Furbeck, well, family, uh, Todd Furbeck, he is an award-winning brewer. He actually just won an award for another lager at, the, at a Florida beer festival. He took home gold, so that's best lager at the festival. So you definitely need to go uh, to Helen Blazes in downtown Melbourne and get yourself one of those. In the meantime... He has created a Marzen. If you're not familiar with the style of a Marzen, you may be familiar with Oktoberfest beers. Yeah. Um, yeah, they are very, uh, a lot of those are similar to a Marzen. Some might just actually be a Marzen. So this partic- they can go from a lighter color to uh, an amber color. So this one, as far as the color, is just a nice amber, you know, dark, well, I guess darker than amber. Yeah, you can see through it, but it's a nice, mm, no, not not even a golden color. It's quite dark, but you can still see through it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's not a it's not a pitch black kind of beer, but yeah, it's got a a nice, you know, dark, but but pretty, color to it. So we I've not tried it, I've not tasted it. So, prost, prost. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Das ist gut. That is not bush, <laughs> if you happen to catch our second episode. This is yummy. This is uh, from different mountains. These are This is uh, Alps beer. Good mountains. Exactly. So, I'm just kidding. Bush isn't from bad mountains. The beer is just bad. Well, actually, <laughs> I mean, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. I mean, we lived in St. Louis. I don't know where the St. Louis mountains are. So, <laughs> I mean, so Those I mean, rolling hill mountains. Yeah, if you guys are more familiar than we are with St. Louis and you know where those mountains are, please let us know. Uh, so we are going to go ahead and talk about the time we were in Germany. So when we were in the army, we both deployed to Iraq at the same time. Yay! Yay, Iraq! Small victories. And anytime you deploy, you get a, a mid tour, which is just a, a a free ticket back home or wherever you want. And well, then that, that's that's what we decided. So we're thinking, okay, so we're gonna go on our vacation, hop on a plane. The plane's gonna probably have a layover in Germany, and then from Germany, we're gonna have to go all the way back to the states. Yeah, uh, but that would have been like an. I don't know, like a 24-hour I I think trip. when you get to the States, I think they take, at the time, I think it might have been Indianapolis was the airport yeah. that you went to. And then Way from there. Yeah, and then from Indianapolis, you know, you're still playing G.I. Joe until finally they say, okay, you're dismissed, and then you can hop on your plane to go back home. So then, of course, once you get home, everyone wants to see you, which is, you know, great, but you're... I 
thank you. You know, they're, they have to work. So the only time that they can do anything is the weekend or in the evening. So you pretty much, you're tied up the whole time. Everyone wants to see you. And of course, I understand. And it's great that they, everyone wants to see you. But, you know, we were like, it's not That's very vacation. bouncing from it's, house to it's, house. Yeah, it's, it's not very vacation Exhausting. So since it's a free ticket and all that stuff, we're like, hey, why don't we just, instead of going from Iraq to Germany to the States, let's just stop in Germany. And that's what we did. So this would have been June of 2006. Yeah, right before your birthday. Yeah, just oh, before yeah, the end. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So mid mid to late June 2006. And uh, we flew in. It's really weird because when you're in the military, you're on orders. That's how we fly to, you know, flew to Iraq and all that stuff. But yeah, you end up having to stay in the most uncomfortable. I mean, not the most uncomfortable uniform in the history of military, but in your uniform the whole time, boots included and all that. But we get to fly straight into Kuwait and change into regular clothes, which was like so novel because we hadn't worn regular clothes in Forever. What, eight months uh, yeah, at that since point. the November before. Well, and the, well, the weird thing about it is so we, you know, we got to change into our clothes and we're the only other than actual civilians who are not in the military at all. We're the only people in civilian clothes there. And, you know, and everyone who was flying back to go be with their family, they had to stay in their military uniform mm-hmm. to fly back. So already... And possibly for more than one day. Like, we got to Germany and we knew we were flying out the next day. Some people got to Germany and... Or no, we went to Kuwait. Yeah, we, were in Kuwait. we went to Kuwait. Yeah. So we went to Kuwait. We knew we were flying to Germany the next day. Some people got to Kuwait and because they were flying home on a military flight, they had to kind of wait until there were enough people, per se, to go on leave. And um, so they maybe left that day, maybe left the next day. They left whenever, whenever there were enough people. But if you were flying from Kuwait on a private flight, like we were, um, to another country, it was like, bing, bang, boom, you're, you know, you're out of there and within a day because you're just purchasing a normal ticket. Yeah. So the funny thing was, so, you know, we actually had to fly or we flew on commercial planes. Um, so that's why we couldn't be in our U.S. military uniform. But the thing about it was we didn't have a passport. So we're flying from Kuwait. Yeah, we didn't plan that well. Yeah, but, but the thing was, it wasn't required. We had our right. military orders and our military ID. And we didn't plan on going out of country when we left the state. So it's not like, yeah. you know, we... And we'd never had a passport at that point. You know, we had never actually had a passport. So here we are in... Germany with a piece of paper with the U.S. military, you know, Department of Defense logos and stuff like that on it, and our military ID. That was our and, yeah, that's, that's and my Florida driver's license. <laughs> not advisable when you a have to you know stay in hotels, which normally when you stay in hotels overseas, you have to provide some sort of identification, which is typically a passport, not your state license. And it's also just not advisable because when you don't properly plan a trip like we didn't do and you know really know exactly what you're doing then you should probably have a passport yeah so the funny thing is you know we had no problems flying but the way the european union is and all that stuff the borders are open so you can you can hop on a train and you can go from country to country to country to country i mean not today um they're all on lockdown well yeah yeah we're everything's on lockdown because of coronavirus now but 
so yeah, we could hop on a plane and we would, we would have to have a passport if we would have taken a plane to go from one country to another, even if it's like a short flight. But on the train, it was okay. So there was no checking of passports and all stuff, which was very strange. So yeah, we were able to go to and through multiple countries in Europe and we never needed a passport. So that was my, that's the story of traveling without a passport. It can be done because um, we did it, or at least it could be done 15 years ago or whatever that was, 14 years ago. And uh, but yeah, so we landed in Germany and uh, we ended up going to Munich. That was the airport we landed in. And as soon as we got off the plane, you know, you gather your bags. And the first thing we did is we got a Mars in. We did. We were like, we need a Germany, you know, a Germany beer. We're in Germany. Let's do it. So that was the first thing. Before we went to the train station, there was like a bar right there. We're like, got it. Which had already changed over some, you know, American money to Euro. And boom. So we immediately got ourselves a good German beer. Uh, probably more than one or one really big one. I'm assuming it was a really big one, which, you know, when you haven't had, again, we haven't hadn't been to the States in eight months, so seven months maybe, so we hadn't had anything to drink. So any amount of alcohol was just liable to put us loopy. Um, loopy enough to not remember to, I don't know, go to the bathroom before we left the airport, before hopping on the train yeah. for a couple of hours. Yeah, so we're getting ready to get on a train for a couple of hours. And of course, why wouldn't you go to the bathroom beforehand? Oh, and also maybe not drink a giant beer before you hop on a train that doesn't have a bathroom. And be so uncultured that you get on a train that doesn't have a bathroom to the point that you have to get off of the train in the middle of you don't know where because it's all in German. And you run to the bathroom, get your stuff done, get yourself out of the bathroom, realize you've now missed your next train, but you're so, again, uncultured that you buy another ticket to get on the next train to make it to your destination, even though you didn't realize that the ticket in your hand previously would take you anywhere you wanted on that line throughout the day. So we learned a lot, but we learned it all like too late. <laughs> kind of the bad way. Well, the thing about it too was here in Florida, we don't ha really have a mass transit system. So, you know, I wouldn't have been familiar with how trains work and how I buses need truck. I'm a 95. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I hop on I-95 and get in the vehicle. The end. You know, that that was how you travel. So ha not having a train was just kind of a, a, a new experience. It was a handicap is what it was. Yeah, well, that's exactly <laughs> what it was. And the one thing is, so yeah, we bought another ticket, even though we didn't need it. But one thing that we did need and we didn't go in there prepared for was <laughs> they have pay toilets. Yeah. You have to pay to potty in a lot of places. And we didn't know that. And we certainly didn't have the coinage because it was coins, right? It was like, a, yeah. it was like a little like, like a gumball machine, uh, yeah, but like I had, pee. <laughs> I, I had just gotten off of a plane and exchanged all my dollars for Euro. So I, I was going to say Frank's, <laughs> I, I, I didn't, Around I didn't have a lot of change. <laughs> I, I mostly had bills, so I didn't have the change to do that. So I don't, I don't remember how I actually got in there. I don't know if I pulled really hard on the door and it opened or what happened? Yeah, I don't. I remember you telling me what you had to do, but it definitely wasn't pay. 
And I ended up getting lucky that there was a lady coming out of the bathroom. Like I was trying to get into another stall and was utterly confused why this stall had a gumball machine change thingy on the door handle and was standing there like a dum-dum. And when she walked out and I was like, yes, please bathroom. Yes, yes. And she just like held the door open for me to go in. But then I was terrified that I was going to get somehow locked in this place because it didn't, I did, hadn't put money in. I don't even know how that works, but I got, I was afraid that I was going to get locked in the stall. So I ended up like holding the door open while I peed just in case, <laughs> because the thing is too, I couldn't even crawl underneath because it was floor to ceiling door. It like they, you have to pay to use the damn bathroom and they will make sure you pay somehow. Yeah. So we were not prepared for that, mm-hmm. but then we were finally, you know, a, a few ounces of liquid lighter and you doesn't you know and then once again we did pay and you know it was just a, a weird experience but we we did get on the uh get on the train we finally made it to the town we were going to and we took a a, uh, a taxi and the town that we ended up in was called Garmish pot and Gurgeon. that's possibly how you say it um, it's definitely how you say it. I'm a linguist. I know these things. <laughs> was was German the language you took? I'm a linguist. So I know how to say everything in every language. <laughs> Honestly, though, total side note, I have told people that I went to school in the army to become a linguist. And I think that means different things in the military than it does in real life. In the military, it means I learned one language. That's what I do for that language. The rest of the world sincerely thinks that you speak many languages and, and you so, learn about languages and, 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 and you learn about from. the cultures and like you're really smart and i've just stopped telling people that i ever went to school to be a linguist because it makes me sound way smarter than i am that's like a lot of pressure well also because you didn't get to use your language so you've, you've lost even, a lot of it so not it's just like that but i wasn't even a linguist in the army. I was just a person who learned a language who went and did other things. But anyway, back to Germany. <laughs> so we finally got to where we were going. And in Germany, in Garmisch Partenkirchen, um, or Garmisch as I will refer to it uh, hither for to. Partenkirchen. So it used to be two different towns, and I guess they combined. So it's Garmin. Uh, Garmin? Garmin. Gar- <laughs> Garmin. Why well, not? You know what? We could have used damn Garmin and Garmin. A, a, a Garmin would have worked. We got lost a lot. Yeah, but but they just mixed. They I think they hyphenated the names. So it's a really long name, but it's just made up of two different town names. There's a military hotel there. So the U.S. military has it. You know, they do have a large footprint in Germany. You know, I they, wonder why. they have, yeah, they have for years. So because of that, they do have like a it's it's a very nice resort. And have you know little trips you can take here and there, but we were meeting up with some friends who. Wait, wait, what was the name of the hotel? Idolvice. Idolvice. That was their whole music. It was so sweet every single time. It's a really nice hotel, um, and it's kind of right at the the foot of Zugspitz, which is the tallest mountain in Germany. And we went there, but we went once again. It's not ski season, so it was actually the off season. But I was okay with that because I wasn't trying to ski. Or be cold. Or be cold. But I remember the first thing we did, we got into our rooms. And this is, you know, June. So you're thinking, June weather, hot weather. And we get to the room, and it was a little bit warm in there, you know. So I'm looking, and I'm like, where in the world is the air conditioner? I need to get it, you know, a little bit cooler in here. And so I called up to the front desk, and I'm like, oh, we don't have air conditioners. you got to... There's a window that kind of tilts, 
So it, it, it wasn't like just a raise or lower like your standard window. It just tilts. So it doesn't like let anybody get in, but it just lets air in. And so kind of like shutters. Yeah, kind of like I guess you a shutter of some sort. And we so we tilted the windows, and probably within ten minutes or so, it was like the perfect temperature. But mind you, remember y'all, we're from Florida. You don't leave your windows tilted open, especially with no screen. With them skaters. No, yeah, we got skaters the size of helicopters over here, and so that was that was different. Was it was almost like yeah i mean it was literally sleeping with the windows open but it was weird it felt like creepy crawlies were going to come in but it was so gorgeous and so cool and i don't think they have creepy crawlies in germany it's a haven (laughs) 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 we stayed there it's a military friendly i mean it's specifically tailored to uh, support the troops so we go there they have they have excursions and things like that and we didn't even do any of the excursions to begin with right no, no, because I think we were only there for a few days before yeah, we left. We were, the, we were there because the friends we were with, they really wanted to go to Italy. And, I mean, I was already uh, sold. April on. and Jennifer, that's you. <laughs> yeah, I was already sold on Germany. I was like, y- you know, we don't have to go to Italy. Like, I'm cool with not going. I'm, I'm cool with just hanging here and seeing everything in Germany. But, uh, you know, the consensus was, nope, we're, do- we're doing the... Italy thing. So fast forward through Italy, um, we did go see a couple of things and all that kind of stuff. But we got we got lost a lot, we a did, lot. We did get lost. Like maybe we'll talk about that another day for like three episodes because there was a lot of confusion and <laughs> and and just to throw this out there, the World Cup was being uh, hosted by Germany that year. And we didn't plan for that either. Yeah, we, we didn't did, plan for a lot of things. We didn't plan for that. So the trains, the mass transit was just with people, you know, covered with paint on the in jerseys and all this stuff. So same thing when we got to Italy, you know, Italy's not that far away. Everyone's, you know, all they care about was soccer. So they had to be there to see their, well, their they team were, play they were a in match. It. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's World Cup. I know, but they were like... <laughs> Most of the world was in I, I know. But what I mean is while we were there near the end, they were like in the oh, end. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was wasn't it Germany versus Italy at the end? I don't believe so. But yeah, they but they were both they both went pretty deep into the tournament that year. But uh but it was kind of funny, you know, getting lost in Italy. So our uh our friends who were there with us, they actually got there a few days before us. So because of that, they had to leave to go back because they were also in Iraq. They had to leave to go back before us. So we said well, let's hurry up and get back to Germany as fast as we possibly can, because we weren't we weren't really loving the whole Italy thing, and we went back and had a pretty good time by ourselves. Um, we went and saw the Neuschwanstein Castle, uh, which, if you don't know what that is, if you Google like the Cinderella Castle, that's what's going to come up, and that was the inspiration for the Cinderella Castle Cin- at Disney. Yeah, Cinderella's Castle. It was really cool. There's Disney a really World. cool story behind it. Yeah. And yeah, King Ludwig of Bavaria was the owner. It never got fully built because he died. He and his therapist, is that what it was? His, I forget what the guy was, but it was, so our belief, and I think it's a common belief, it, they, they were found drowned in a river. So it's believed that maybe they were. They, were, they had a relationship going on <laughs> but it was not acceptable then exactly so... so they had to 
schwack him. They were ended. So as soon as he died, they stopped the uh, the construction. The construction, yeah. So it's it's only you know part of the way done. You can't even go through a majority of it in the tour. But it's a really cool looking place. I mean, it's it's gorgeous on the outside, and I mean it's weird on the inside. Isn't there like a room that looks like a cave and? Oh yeah, there was one. And I don't remember the one that looked like a cave, but I remember one that was like a hundred percent just everything was carved from wood. Not, I mean, not one piece of wood, but like the entire bed, and it was very elaborately carved wood. Oh and my the gosh, walls I were about wooden, that. and there were carvings in the wood. It was it was impressive and a little bit a, a little bit insane. It was it was impressive, but it was definitely way too much. Like I understand, like it's good to be the king, but good God, man, like. Just get me a regular old bed. All I'm going to do is sleep in it. My eyes are closed a majority of the time that I'm in it, you know, so. That was a fun trip, though. We ended up doing the tour through the castle. We went and took a cool picture, like, on this, I don't know, little suspension bridge not too far from it. We, like, didn't we hike all the way up to the castle itself? Yeah, we hiked. You go up You go up a hill. You, you can take a trolley or whatever. Or not a trolley, but, like, a, a, yeah, but a we're horse and arms, buggy. So we walked. Yeah, we walked up. Dummies. Walking uh, down was easier. Gravity was but, on our side. Yeah, but after we went onto the bridge to take the picture, which I'm looking at the picture right now, it's very cool. Um, we ended up kind of going off the other side of the bridge and walking down into the woods and stuff like that. We drank out of the river and the water was so cold and clear. And we met back up on the trail and you know hiked back down. It was a be- It was it was awesome. It was a really great day. And we also went to Eagle's Nest. Yep, the through Eagle's that, Nest. That hotel we went through a little it was, tour. It was extremely. And uh, what is Eagle's Nest? Well, that's that's kind of Hitler's last stand. But do they call it Hitler's Tea House? Is that is that was that a name they use, or is that just something that popped up in my head now? I don't know. I feel like they call it. <laughs> it like was Hitler's, Hitler's something. I don't know if it was his tea house or not. Hitler's Tea House, not to be not to be confused with Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> uh, just as inappropriate, though. Yes, but it was uh, apparently you can see multiple i almost said states yeah multiple countries they're like if you look they have like these little placards and they're like if you look this way you'll see into switzerland if you look this way you'll see in austria and you know if you look this way you see it there was a cloud sitting on top of us damn thing <laughs> man we ain't found shit <laughs> <laughs> it was 100 percent foggy that day and yeah, we couldn't see anything. And there's a really funny story that's super TMI about a bellyache and the side of a mountain and having to use a map um, for not a map, but a different kind of paper that, you know, I'll give you a hint. It's the paper you can't find in the stores there's, right there's now. A sh- there's a uh, shortage of maps <laughs> right now. We'll call them maps. Uh, yeah, it was terrible. It was a cool place to see. It Someone was... had to find directions <laughs> on the off the side of the mountain. <laughs> I got lost. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh yeah, it was it was interesting, but I had a severe bellyache that Joe swears is from sushi that we had the day or two before, but who knows, maybe it was maybe I Good got Good old Bavarian sushi. M- maybe I got beaver fever from drinking the cool, beautiful, crystal clear water near the Sch- New Schweinstein Castle. Who knows. Anyway, um I pooped on the side of a mountain, but no big deal. And yeah, it was, it was, it was, (laughs) take that shitler. (laughs) It was a good trip. I loved it. Um, that day, not my favorite, but did we, we didn't do any other specific tours, right? 
we basically just after that kind of chilled and ended up accidentally locking ourselves out of our bank account because again, we didn't plan this and we were children and we didn't call our bank to let them know that we were traveling. So thankfully they didn't lock our accounts until the very last day we were in Germany. And then we ended up having no money to eat that day until we got back to Kuwait basically. So that was fun. Um, Guys, always plan your trips in advance. Don't just wing it especially not 14 years ago when the interwebs wasn't as readily available. You just, you know, it's, it's better to yeah. plan. And, and call your bank to let them know you're traveling internationally. If you you're know what? So. Or don't. It's a funny story. We laughed, you know, we 10 la- years later. We, we laugh now. <laughs> so we're going to do once again, my favorite time, or is it my favorite? I don't know. Just the time that I like to do. So here's our pod deck question of the day. You know, we're going to do two questions because this one's going to be a quick one and I don't care that much for it. But what was your <laughs> first screen name? Oh, my first screen name. I remember my first email address. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Um, so my first email address is based on, I'm sure everybody remembers when WWJD was a big thing. What would Jesus do? At the time, I guess, that I was able to sign up for my first email address, we were going to church. And so that is what inspired me. So obviously, WWJD was taken. So I I picked WDJD. And I think that stood for what did Jesus do? And then I had to make it longer. So I added like for you and me, it was really long. What did Jesus do for you and me at AOL.com? I thought I thought it was still what would Jesus do or what I don't know I don't know but it was the number four right Yes it was really long It was like for me and you like mm-hmm. it had the word menu at mm-hmm. the end <laughs> Me and you Well now that you say it that way I'm sure my email address was very confusing What would for Jesus some do for menu <laughs> <laughs> For me and you I believe that's what it was like what would I don't remember if it was what would Jesus do or what did Jesus do And mine was. Was it Joe Mama? I think so. Yeah, so... Uh, yeah, guys, we're that old. We remember each other's first email addresses. Yeah, so... Well, and the thing was, it was an AOL account, but it was her AOL account. It was her family's AOL, like... When God, you just mooched everything. Names. Yeah, so it was, so mine was <laughs> Joe Mama 815. Well, yeah, because you had to be on an account. You couldn't just open an email account or whatever, because you had to have the CD... That had yes. like the what minutes or something like that on it or allowable well, data or something. Yeah. I don't know. It it was kids. It was madness. I mean, it was funny that you. I mean, CDs. I mean, they started off on floppies. So for the internet. Yeah, the AOL. Oh, started, that's true. It yeah. started off. And then yeah, it, I don't remember if it was like an allowable amount of data or what, but you basically were like, "I'm signing up for this plan. Please send me my floppy disk." And then they send you a floppy disk and you, I don't even know how the software behind it works because whatever, but yeah, then you had to like be under this account to have your own email address. And so he mooched off of my family and stole our AOL. Well, at that time I was eating, I was eating a lot of my suppers with your family. So I was was actually mooching food from them almost daily. All right. So we're going to do one more because I just want to. Um, so we're going to go past can, the, damn it. your first uh, screen name and who are your heroes in real life? I don't have an answer for that. 
I've never was, considered was, that question. I was going to say, let's go ahead and shift from from uh, pooping off the side of a mountain to, <laughs> to something. Hey, <laughs> maybe that makes me a hero to someone, Joseph. I'm, have you ever thought about that? I mean, you know I was what? very brave that day. She practically... I could have fallen off of the side of the mountain while pooping. How tragic would that have been? <laughs> Today in Pot and Kirchen, woman falls off a side of a mountain pooping. <laughs> Ten years later, her husband still has an embarrassed look on his face. <laughs> he hasn't been seen. He's my, a hermit. Uh, I will say um, my heroes in real life, I would probably say my grandparents, um, not necessarily every single thing they do, not at I mean, because I don't think every hero, you have to like everything they do. Um, But the main thing, my hero, or my inspiration, if you will, is my grandfather retired at 52. And I would really like to hit or possibly beat that number. So if I could do that, I mean, to me, that seems like a heroic feat. It's like an epic thing that seems unattainable. So if I could do that, then I feel like I could be somebody's hero. I could be your hero, baby. Let me be your hero. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I'm going to think about this one and stew on it for about 45 seconds. Um, see if I can think of somebody. And if and when I do, I'll post the answer when we post this episode. And let us know who your heroes or hero is. Heroes are or it's, hero is. It's okay if it's me. That's fine. I mean, don't let it be me because, you know, I'm a klutz. He hasn't retired yet, so he hasn't met his goal. But you know what? Talk to me in 15 years or so. If I'm retired, then I can be your hero. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. This has been a Getting to Know Brews presentation. Music provided by PurplePlanet.com. That's purple-planet.com.